In the end of the Parsha, we have the story how Yitzchak calls Yaakov, he benches him, he tells him not to take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. He tells him to go to Padan Aram and to marry one of the daughters of Lavan. He gives him various different brachos. And then the Pasuk says that Yitzchak sends off Yaakov, and in fact Yaakov goes to Padan Aram to the house of Lavan. The Pasuk then goes on and says, Vayar Esav. The Pasuk enumerates a number of things that Esav saw. Esav saw that Yitzchak benched Yaakov, that he sent him to Padan Aram to get a wife from there when he gave him a bracha, and that he commanded him, do not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. Then the next Pasuk says, Vayishma Yaakov. Yaakov listened to his father and to his mother. He went to Padan Aram. And then the Pasuk repeats again, Vayar Esav, and Esav saw that the daughters of Canaan are bad in the eyes of his father, Yitzchak. So he himself goes to Yishmael and he marries one of the daughters of Yishmael. This is in addition to his other wives. So the Rebbe starts off the Sicha by saying that on the Pasuk Vayishma Yaakov, the Yaakov heard and he went to Padan Aram, Rashi explains that these words Vayishma Yaakov, so this is what Rashi says now, Mechuber is connected to the previous Pasuk where it said Vayar Esav, that Esav saw that Yitzchak had blessed Yaakov, and that he sent him to Padan Aram, and that Yaakov listened to his father and went to Padan Aram, and that the daughters of Canaan are bad in the eyes of his father, so he too went to Yishmoel. This is the Rashi. So when we learn the Rashi simply, it sounds like what Rashi is dealing with is, what's bothering Rashi is, that we shouldn't think that by Yishma Yaakov is that the Torah is telling us what actually happened, that Yaakov listened to his father and went to Padan Aram. Because that was clearly stated already earlier in that previous section where it said that Yitzchak sent off Yaakov and that Yaakov went to the house of Lavan. Over here, these psukim right over here, the, just before Vayishma Yaakov and after Vayishma Yaakov is all speaking about Esav, what Esav saw. And this is why Rashi is explaining that Vayishma Yaakov is part of Vayar Esav that said in the previous pasuk. The pasuk is enumerating various different things what Esav saw, and this is one of the other things that Esav saw, that Yaakov had listened to his parents. Says the Rebbe, we need to understand, number one, this idea that Vayishma Yaakov is coming in continuation to Vayar Esav, would have been understood simply if Rashi just said Bekitzer briefly, Vayishma Yaakov is connected to the previous Indian, that Vayar Esav, this is part of what Esav saw. Why is it that Rashi needs to go into all the details what Esav saw, and these are things that anyway say specifically and explicitly in the Pasuk? Number two. In that original Pasuk, when it says Vayar Esav, this is all before Vayishma Yaakov, the different things that it says that Esav saw, so it says that Esav saw that Yitzchak blessed Yaakov. It says that he sent him to Padan Aram to take a wife from there, and he gave him a bracha. And it says in that same Pasuk, and he commanded him, do not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. This last detail, that he commanded him not to take a, daughter from the, a wife from the daughters of Canaan, Rashi leaves out this detail. Why does Rashi leave out this detail? Number three, amongst the things, the details, that Rashi is telling us, what Vayishma Yaakov is connected to the previous details, so fine, we understand, we want to say all the things that Vayishma Yaakov is coming in continuation to. But seemingly there's no point in the Rashi that's explaining Vayishma Yaakov, there's no point in saying that Vayishma Yaakov, this itself. We say all the things that Esav saw, 
and by Yishma Yaakov that, Esau, that Yaakov listened. There's no point in mentioning this point. Certainly not the detail that says in the next, after Vayishma Yaakov, that it says that Esav saw Kiroiz B'nois Kna. We said there's a second Vayar, that he saw this Kiroiz B'nois Kna, that says after Vayishma Yaakov, there's certainly no point in Rashi mentioning this detail now. We're only trying to say what Vayishma Yaakov, what is it that Yaakov heard? Furthermore, the Rebbe says, even a bigger one, there is that Rashi says even a further detail that says later, which is that Esav goes to Yishmoel. This is definitely seemingly not part of the things that Esav had seen. This is what the result of what Esav had seen. That once he saw that Roy's Benoist Canaan, that the daughters of Canaan are bad in the eyes of his father, so he went to Yishmoel. So why is Rashi mentioning all of these things? Says the Rebbe, we cannot say that by Rashi bringing this point that he went to Yishmoel, Rashi is coming to explain that all of these details of Ayar Esav, and what Esav saw, had led him to go to Yishmoel. And this is the reason why Rashi is going through all these details in the Pasuk. Also the fact that Yaakov listened to his parents, and that he went, and that the daughters of Canaan are bad in the eyes of his father, and therefore Esav himself went to Yishmoel, Says the Rebbe, because this idea that Vayar Esav is the introduction and the reason for Esav going to Yishmoel, this is something that's self-understood. Even without Rashi's Pirush, that Vayishma Yaakov is connected to the previous Indian, we also understand that all of these details that say in the Pasuk, besides this Vayishma Yaakov, which we may have a problem with, but it's understood simply when you read the Psukim that this is all an introduction to the conclusion of those Psukim, that Esav himself now goes to, the, to Yishmoel. From the fact that Rashi is putting in this Pirush on Vayishma Yaakov, that it's connected to the previous Inyan, and he's putting all of this in, including the fact that Esav himself goes to Yishmoel, is understood that this is all connected to this Pirush. In other words, it's specifically after we understand how Rashi explains to us, that Vayishma Yaakov is connected to the previous Inyan, and all the details that Rashi specifically says, only now will we properly understand Vayelech Esav El Yishmoel. And this is why Rashi is concluding with these words that he too went to Yishmoel. So we need to understand how this all works. Says the Rebbe, we're going to understand this by first explaining the following. We have twice the words Vayar Esav. So after the words Vayar Esav the first time, that Yitzchak had benched Yaakov, and that he sent him off, and he commanded him, not to take a wife from the daughters of Canaan, etc. Then the Pasuk says again, Vayar Esav, Esav saw, Kiroiz B'nois Canaan, that the daughters of Canaan are bad in the eyes of Yitzchak, his father, so he himself goes to Yishmoel. From the fact that the Torah says twice Vayar, it's understood, that the things that Esav saw really fall into two categories. And for each one, there's a separate type of Vayar, and that's why it says Vayar that he saw twice. The difference between the two types of Ayar is similar to something that Rashi himself had actually told us in the beginning of Pasha's Vayera. Where it says over there, Vayar twice, when he sees the Malachim, when Avram sees the Malachim. And Rashi explains that the first time is Kamashmoy, simply when he sees something. And the second time is a lotion of Havana, of thinking and understanding about, uh, understanding something, of Avram deriving something from what he saw by the Malachim. In our case, the first Vayar Esav means simply, like, like, like the previous time in Parshas Vayeda, where the first Vayar Rashi says means simply. In other words, Esav is observing things that happen by other people. 
He's observing something that happened between Yitzchak and Yaakov. He sees that Yitzchak had given Yaakov a bracha, how he sent off Yaakov, how he commanded Yaakov, who to marry, etc. So that's all the first vayar that Esav sees. The second vayar is more of something that Esav is understanding, of Esav is being convinced, something regarding himself, that he sees now that Roy's is knan be'ene Yitzchakov. He could understand now, he realizes that in Yitzchak's eyes, the B'nois K'nan are bad. And this causes him, he understands that there's something relevant to him, that now, as the Psukim go on, to say that this influenced him, that he should now go and marry one of the daughters of Yishmoel. So these are the two vayars and the two sections of Psukim. Says the Rebbe, but we need to understand. The whole point of the story of Vayar Esav, as we can now see, is that it's the cause what led Esav to go to Yishmoel and marry one of his daughters. Seemingly for that would have been enough only the second section this, from the second Vayar, where it says that Esav saw that Roy's is that the daughters of Canaan are bad in the eyes of Yitzchak his father, and therefore Esav goes to Yishmoel. Why is it relevant to Holarichus what it is that Esav saw by the first Vayar? At the very most, it could have been enough to say that Esav saw that Yitzchak told Yaakov not to take a, do- a wife from the, from the daughters of Canaan. From that Vayar, he would now derive, he would now understand that the daughters of Canaan are bad in the eyes of his father. And this is why Vayelech Esav, why Esav went. And again, it's specifically this detail, the one that we said would have maybe been the mo- one that's most important to mention, it is this detail by Yitzavol of Lemur, where he commands him to say, not to take a, a wife from the daughters of Canaan, this is the detail that Rashi leaves out. Again, Rashi does mention the details, that Yitzchak benches Yaakov, he sends him to Padan Aram, etc. But this mo- seemingly most important detail is the one that Rashi leaves out. Says the Rebbe, the explanation is, the reason the Torah is giving us this whole arichus is really to answer a question, something that we could, we could be wondering about this whole idea of Esav going to marry one of the daughters of Yishmoel. The fact that Esav goes to, te- to take one of the daughters of Yishmoel, and he doesn't marry one of the Benois Canaan, which are living close to him, was clearly to show that he is no less or no worse than Yaakov, and he too is fulfilling what Yitzchak wants. So then the question is, Yitzchak clearly told Yaakov not only not to marry a wife from Benois Knan, but clearly he sent him to Padan Aram to take a wife from there. Yaakov, in fact, does both of these things. Both the negative, he does not take from Benois Knan, as well as the positive he takes from Padan Aram, from the daughters of Lavan. So why is it that Esau did only one of these things? He doesn't take a wife from the Benois Canaan, he's taken from the daughters of Yishmoel, but why doesn't he go to Padan Aram to get a wife from there? In order to answer this question in regards to Esau's behavior, the Torah is telling us these two vayars, the two vayar Esau's. In other words, the things that Esau saw go into two categories, and each one of them is going to explain another aspect. You know, of why it is that Esav goes specifically to Yishmoel. The first Vayar is going to explain why Esav does, thinks that he thinks that he does, does not need to go to Aram. 
to Padan Aram. And the second Vayar explains why it is that he goes to Yishmoel to explain. The shlichos that, ya, that Yitzchak sent Yaakov to Padan Aram to marry a wife over there, in Esav's opinion, was not because Yitzchak thought that this is the only place where Yaakov could get a proper shidduch, but rather that this is a means and this is the keli to get the brachos with which Yitzchak had benched Yaakov. And as the Pasuk actually specifically emphasizes, Vayar Esav, Esav saw Kiveirach, that Yitzchak benched Yaakov, and that he sent him to Padan Aram, repeats again, Bevarach Oisai, while blessing him. So in Esav's opinion, the main thing of going specifically to Padan Aram was in order that that's the place where the brachos can be fulfilled. And that's why, again, in Esav's opinion, he thinks that when Vayishma Yaakov, Vayelech Padena Aram, that Yaakov listens and goes to Padena Aram, this aspect is only relevant to Yaakov. And it has no connection to Esav. And that's why he doesn't go to Padena Aram. As opposed to the second part, where he says, not to marry from the daughters of Canaan. This is something that Esav thought, and he was misboining in. He says, the reason he's saying not to take from B'nai Yitzchakan is because Roy's B'nai Yitzchakan, being the Yitzchakan of the daughters of Canaan, are bad in the eyes of his father. So this has a relevance to him. And that's why he goes and marries a daughter of Yishmoel, not the daughters of Canaan. Based on this, we can now understand the whole Arichus in Rashi. That is, after Rashi tells us Vayishma Yaakov, that Vayishma Yaakov is not just a side story that the Torah is telling us that Yaakov listened. But that it's connected and a part of what Vayar Esav, what, what Esav saw. Rashi is coming to explain to us now why in fact it is by that, by that first Vayar Esav, be, before Vayishma Yaakov, in the first passage, what it is that Esav saw, why it says over there the words Vayitzav Olav Lemoir, Loisikach Isham Ibnais Kanan, that Yitzchak had commanded Yaakov not to marry one of the daughters of Kanan. What's the problem with these words? Because seemingly, according to the way we just explained it, the difference between the two Vayars, that the first Vayar Esav is coming to explain why Esav is not going to Padan Aram. Because I said before, Esav felt that those details have no relevance to him. So seemingly, this Vayitzav Olav, Lamer, Leisikach, Isham, Ibn Canaan, when Yitzchak commands Yaakov not to marry one of the daughters of Canaan, Seemingly, they don't belong in this Pasuk at all in the first Vayar. They then belong together with the second Vayar, Esav. That's coming to explain of why Esav is not going to be marrying one of the Benois Kanan. So the first Vayar, Esav, should have just been focusing on that Yitzchak is sending Yaakov to Padan Aram and he gives him the Brochis, etc. This is why Rashi says, after, on these words, Vayishma Yaakov, and he says, that it's connected to the previous, to what it just said that Esav saw. Rashi goes through all the details. He explains all of the details to what Vayishma Yaakov is connected. Rashi is telling us, Vayishma Yaakov is connected to Kiveirach Yitzchuk, the Yitzchuk benches Yaakov. It's connected to Vachishilach Oisei Padeno Aram. It's connected to the fact that he sends him to Padan Aram. And Rashi now intentionally skips over the detail that Yitzchak commanded him not to take from the Benois Kanan. Because Rashi is trying to emphasize that this Vayitzav, when Yitzchak is commanding Yaakov not to take from the daughters of Kanan, in Esav's perception, 
the way Esav sees it, this is not part of the posuk or not part of the union of why Yaakov is listening and going to Padan Aram. In other words, it's not part of that first Vayar. In Esav's mind, this Vayitzav is all already connected to the second Vayar Esav. It's all connected to the idea that the daughters of Canaan are bad in the eyes of Yitzchak, and that's why he's going to be going to Yishmoel. So that's specifically why Rashi skipped over that bit, because again, in Esav's mind, this is all to do already part of the second Vayar. With this we'll understand the Diuk of Rashi, why Rashi actually brings the words of Chiroi's Bnois Kran, so he only brings it after, when Rashi is going through the whole Seder, what Esav sees, he, Rashi only brings it after the Halach Paden Aram. Rashi first says that Yaakov went to Paden Aram, that he heard that Yaakov went to Paden Aram, and then Rashi says that Esav saw that Chiroi's Bnois Kran, that the daughters of Kanan are bad in Yitzchak's eyes. In other words, the fact that in the Posseg it says Vayitzav, clearly by the first Vayares of that Yitzchak commands Yaakov not to take from the daughters of a- from Canaan, it's by the first Vayares of. So that is first of all because practically that it did happen before Yaakov goes to Padan Aram. That's when Yitzchak told it to him. Plus, this is actually from Yaakov's perspective, that is, this is what caused Yaakov to go and he listened to his father and he went to Padan Aram, also because of this, clearly, because Yitzchak didn't want him to marry the daughters of Canaan. But as far as Esav is concerned, again, in Esav's perception, the way Rashi is explaining it, is because the Pasuk is trying to tell us these two details of what Esav did and how he behaved. So again, that the first Vayar Esav is all related to the fact why he himself is not going to Padan Aram, and therefore, this whole idea that the daughters of Canaan are bad in the eyes of Esav is all belonging to the second Vayar Esav. Says the Rebbe, now will understand why Rashi brings not only the details of what Vayishma Yaakov, what Yaakov heard, and what that is connected to, but also the next part that Yaakov actually listened and he went to Padan Aram, and that the daughters of Canaan are bad in the eyes of his father, etc. Because what Rashi is trying to explain to us is why Vayishma Yaakov is connected only to Kiveirach, only to the bracha that he got, and that Yaakov, Yitzchak sent him away to Padan Aram, and that it's specifically not connected to Vayitzav, to the fact that Yitzchak commanded him to go, not to take from the Benois Kran, because again, this Vayitzav, which is expressing through the reason in the words, V'chiroi is B'nai Skran, in Esav's opinion again, this is really all a whole separate thing. It's after the whole idea of Vayishma Yaakov and he goes to Padan Aram. Again, this all belongs to the second Vayar, that which influences Esav to go to Yishmoel. And this is why Rashi also brings the conclusion, V'halach Gamhuel Yishmoel, that he too went to Yishmoel, in order to clarify that this Vayitzav, that Yitzchak commands him not to take from B'nai Skran, is clearly not connected to Vayishma Yaakov and Vayelech Padena Aram. Rather, it's connected to the second Vayar, which influences Esav, which influences Esav to go to Yishmol. Says the Rebbe, the fact that Rashi leaves out this Vayitzav, where Yitzchuk commands Esav not to take from Benoist Kanan, Yitzchuk commands Yaakov not to take from Benoist Kanan, when enumerating the details of what Vayishma Yaakov is connected to, is not only because 
as again as said, that Vayitzav, Esav, sees this not connected to the other details, as said before, that to Esav, this Vayitzav is more related to him as well, whereas the other details are only related to Yaakov. But also because, according to Esav, the fact that Vayishma Yaakov is actually specifically not connected to this Vayitzav, meaning to say, that in Esav's opinion, Yaakov's going to Padan Aram was specifically only to get the brachas. It has not to do with the command of And this too is an introduction to the Vayelech Esav El Yishmoel, which Rashi brings at the end of his pirush, that Vaholach Gamhu El Yishmoel. In other words, Esav, by going to Yishmoel, was trying to show not only that he's fulfilling what Yitzchak wants, but also that he is no less than Yaakov, and on the contrary, he's, in a certain way, he's even better than him, because again, Esav wants to do what Yitzchak wants, even though he wasn't even commanded for all of this.